You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bring you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to be talking about um, the fact that I haven't mentioned it yet, but football season's back. It's back. We are, I know that we're talking about the previews and all that and, and what we expect this team to do. And I'll have some folks on uh, this week talking about what we expect out of this team going forward. But football season is here, okay? This Saturday, it will be tons of very good football. You got to watch. You got to get into it. And with that being said, um, there, we're, we're going to talk about uh, a few things about NC State's, NC State's team and program that I would love to see improve going forward. And then beyond that, we're going to get into uh, a little bit of this alliance thing as far as the, the implications of this LSU-USC thing. Okay, so we, we're, we're going to talk about that. And um, honestly and truly, this team and this program is trending in the right direction. I don't think that anybody can argue that. I don't think that there's any legitimate room to say that this team is getting worse because it isn't. It objectively isn't. But with that being said, um, there are a lot of things that need to get better. And, and of course, the, the biggest and most obvious is incumbent upon the fans, which is um, folks got to stay past halftime, of course. I mean, let's be honest. The tailgating is great. Tailgating culture at NC State is absolutely amazing. Being on the other side of it now, now that I'm done playing and I've, I've had the opportunity to go to some tailgates and whatnot, it's cool. It really is. It's a really cool deal. But at the same time, there does need to be a thing where, you know, there the, the energy can't leave. And, and we've talked about that at nauseum. Not me personally, but we've – I mean, we as a program, right – Head coaches have written open letters, uh, you know, all that good stuff. We get it. We get it. There's there's no point in running that down anymore. But there are a few things that, you know, could be improved as far as the football team, as far as the coaches, players, et cetera. So I'm just going to get into those real quick, okay? Because Inside Pack Sports, uh, uh, Philip Danford of Inside Pack Sports recently tweeted out some of the things that need to be improved by NC State. Uh, specifically talking about the perimeter screens, uh, the power running game or, or pull and pin game as far as different uh, different things as far as traps, powers, sweeps, where you got uh, pulling linemen leading and all that good stuff. And uh, he also talked about using the backs out in the uh, open or using the backs vertically in the passing game more. Some of the things that I would like to see, some of the things that I'm like, these are things that I, I genuinely would like to see us do more of. To me, one thing that I think that we've done a, a good job of, but we can do a little bit better as a team, is the defense from the 20s, in between the 20s, to me. It is, I think that in the red zone, I don't think we've been horrible. I think we've been pretty good at stopping teams when we get to the red zone. And I think when we're in the green zone, which is about the 10-yard 10-yard line back, which is a rare occurrence. I think we've been pretty decent there. But the defense between the 20s at times is is a little bit concerning for me because it's like I get it. 
you know, you you have more field to cover, and that is statistically where most defenses are at their worst, of course, because, I mean, that's that's just naturally how that's going to work. You don't have Sammy the sideline working for the same way, working for you in the same way as when you do in those areas. But with that being said, it, it still needs to be a case where the defense was not – they were good last year. They were one of the top defenses in the ACC last year with all the guys that they're bringing back and with all the guys that they've added. You're expecting um, the same type of productivity, maybe even a little better this year. But I would just love to see uh, the defense be a little better there. So that's that's just, you know, it, it may be me being a little nitpicky. I understand that. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not one to, to, to say that I've never been uh, irrational or illogical about some things. But that's, that's one where I'd love to see the team get better. Another thing, I completely agree on the uh, pulling linemen on any uh, running plays or pulling linemen. To me, I understand that what you do, if you do it well, you don't really need to go outside of it often. But at the same time, what we do is not that unconventional. Like a a triple option team, you don't need to run spread, run I, run all these different formations because the triple option is that novel. It's that different that you're just, you have to prepare for that in a week, something that you will not see for the rest of the season. Something that, I mean, it's a chance that if that if the team that runs the triple option is not in your conference, it's a chance you will never see that again for the rest of your playing career. So I, that's a little different. But we run like a zone scheme. 70% of our runs or something around 70, maybe even a little higher. I know it's at least 70. Zone runs. Let's switch it up a little bit. Let's. And I get it. We need to be better with the plays uh, where there are offensive linemen pulling and leading. Sure, but at, in the same token, even if you don't, even if you aren't having the most success with it, you still just got to pound it and, and try it and work it. Because at the end of the day, it seems to be a little bit of a chicken or the egg situation. In a, is it we don't run these because they're not successful? Or are they not successful because we don't run these and work on these enough? Because to me, at the end of the day, a zone scheme is the best type of running scheme to me because you, you're you sitting in a situation where you have multiple holes, multiple angles where you can take that thing. It's not quite the same in a power running scheme. In a power running scheme, it's if you are not able to, to hit the hole where it's originally intended, in trying to bounce, you're going to run into some problems as far as the outside because you're you're not going to have the same like, oh, everybody's moving and flowing in one direction, so you know when somebody's not. It's it's not the same in a power scheme. It's just not. I can personally promise you, as a player who's been there, you're looking at a situation where you're going to have guys who are either A, unblocked, or B, somebody's going to be blocking somebody else into the area where you're looking to bounce it at or cut it back from. So I I get it. I love the zone running scheme. It really helps out. If you don't have huge physical mauling offensive linemen, a zone scheme definitely helps because you're able to position block as opposed to just saying, we're going to physically whoop the wheels off you, we're going to lean on you, and we're going to knock you back 10 yards. I get it. I truly get it. I truly understand it. But in that same vein, we have to be better at running something else. And the other thing that I would love to see, the other thing that I would just love, love, love to see, the big guys on the outside, we know that they can win the contested jump balls. We know that they can win 
um, the the one-on-ones and the 50-50 balls that turn into 70-30 because they're such big targets. Can we get the burners the ball in space? Can we get the burners the ball in space in situations where they're you, – you give them – I look at it like this. Mac Jones, um, about half of his yards came after the catch last year, right? And so many people would say, oh, that's the – that should be the golden standard of, like, get your playmakers the ball and let them do something with it. Not quite, because if you watch those games, it was like his receivers were running wide open. I mean, as open as open can be. And I'm I'm talking they're heading up the field vertical, wide open, because somebody bit on uh, something or somebody just wasn't fast enough to keep up or somebody had bad technique. But with that being said, I'm talking about the, the types of uh, – the types of – offense that we saw when Ryan Finley was here when we, it was like a lot of dumping the ball off short and all that and don't get me wrong I'm not saying mitigate or or pull back on Devin Leary pushing the ball downfield I love that I love that that's very exciting like I said it's always good to see those 50-50 turn into 70-30 because of our big targets but with that being said if you get the burners the ball in space you never know what can happen you never know how big of a play that can turn that into. And those are cheap and easy yards. There, Many NFL commentators always make the joke about there's always 10 yards to be found if you just want to dump the ball off to a fullback in the flats. The same thing can be said for a lot of drag slants, etc. Like It's, it's going to be there for the most part. A lot of quick ends, um, a lot of quick outs in the, in the slot where you got enough room to still wiggle room to still work something and try to get upfield after catching the ball. There's always going to be a little something there. So that's just my take on that. I'm just saying those are some things that I love to see uh, from our offense coming up. And another thing that I love to see is how amazing Sweat Block is. It is doctor created and doctor recommended and works for up to seven days per use. Sweat Block, it has a dry shirt guarantee. So if Sweat Block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It is featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters. Let me tell you something. I use sweat block deodorant. They sent me some and who, I don't know if I go back to using deodorant. That's not sweat block. It is, it is the real deal. It is legit. And I am telling you that from experience, I can smell it right now on me. That's how good it is because obviously I'm not wearing cologne cause I'm at home, but that's another story for another time. Anyway, it's also manufactured right here in the USA. All right. Wear what you want to wear. It's your little secret to confidence. And this is a must have in everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, anybody can benefit from using Sweat Block. If you know somebody who is uh, who is dealing with this and and is a chronic over sweater, you have to check out Sweat Block. Get it today for twenty percent off at sweatblock.com with promo code Locked On or at Amazon or CVS. Also, let me talk to you all about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain storefront to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait while the person behind the counter orders their parts on their computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, and you're probably listening to me right now on a device that has access. So save time and money when going to Rock Auto. Don't spend 30 to 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business where the prices are reliably low for every customer, be it a DIYer or a professional. 
So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So here's the thing that confuses me, okay? Here's the thing that confuses me about the Alliance because I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying my hardest. I'm trying my hardest to make sense of this, okay? Because they said that it wasn't anything um, contractually binding or anything like that. There was no signed agreement or anything like that. And, and, and the part that confuses me here, I was always told if there's any significant amount of money, if there's any significant amount of assets, if there's any significant amount of anything of value on the line, make sure you get something in writing. Make sure that you have a formal agreement, don't matter who it's with, don't matter who it's with, how close they are to you. Unless you're okay with taking an 100% L to this person, you better have something in writing. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm looking at this situation. I'm trying to see what's going on. I'm trying to figure out the landscape here of what's happening. And I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused because... The intent was, or the the statement was, well, this is just an agreement to have a, a series of games against one another. And I'm sure, I'm sure the way that this worked out, USC and LSU already had this in the works well before anything was announced. I'm sure they did. I'm sure. Sure. Whatever. But the thing that, again, it's just so confusing to me because if the, and the alliance is said to not be interrupting anyone's grant of rights. Okay. So we're looking at 2036, 2037. Let's start there. And then the alliance is not contractual, not legally binding, not anything that is uh, mandating anyone to do anything by any legal standpoint whatsoever. So, so we're moving to that point. And then we move on to, well, immediately after the alliance, even if this was already in the works, the first announcement from any one of the Alliance's teams, as far as a marquee game, is against a team from the SEC. You know, Locked On ACC had a, a roundtable today where we had um, all of the ACC hosts on. There are six of us, by the way. We Trust me, we're doing the best that we can to get more representation of the ACC. But at the moment, it was six teams. It was uh, myself representing NC State, of course. There was um, the Duke was represented, Syracuse, uh, Florida State, Boston College, and uh, the host is a graduate of, of the University of No Consequences. So there were six of us, and we talked about this, and half of the people who talked about it described this as being caught with your pants down. The, the, the conferences were caught with their pants down based on the Oklahoma and Texas going to SEC thing. And this was them just trying to do something, anything. This is so, so desperate. This is so ugly. It really is. It really is. And granted, I understand that the landscape of college football is ever-changing. I understand that I'm sure that there will be more movement between now and when the grant of rights is up in 2037. I'm sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if somebody was like, hey, listen, we're we're absolving um, all of our teams of whatever this agreement was because we have to get something formal together. Because at this point, it's it's a, becoming a bit of a laughingstock moment. But this is just, why? Why? Again, 
whatever the actual alliance was meant to do, sure, I get it. I'm fine with that. No problem there. But again, one of the member teams scheduling a game with a, a team outside of the alliance. Oh, what what's going on? What are you doing? What's you know? It's 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 a it's just aesthetically it's a bad look. It's a really bad look. So hopefully they get this sorted out, whatever it may be, whatever, however they want to figure it out. Hopefully it just it just all gets sorted out. All right. And we know that the last TV deal that the ACC signed, it should be, uh, it should be deemed the, the highest level of commissioner uh, malpractice that we've seen in, in quite some time from a Power 5 uh, leader. But that's another story for another time. So with that being said, this is just where – how do I put this nicely? How do I – because I don't want to – This is just a situation that's, it's, mm, 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 there's, I'm trying to keep this PG. That's why I curse like a sailor off air. I know that about myself, so I'm trying not to get my clean rating snatched from me, okay? But it's, it's a, it's, it's just a, a S storm. And you know that the S word rhymes with hit. And it, it just seems to be a moment where, you know, we just need to back off for a second and say, what what does this really do, all right? And it's hard for me to even get to the implications of this thing on NC, NC State as a university because what are even the, the legitimate, tangible implications for the conference? I mean, that's the question. You know, we talked about it earlier, and, and folks were saying, well, the Big Ten has all the power because they're about to negotiate a new TV deal with ESPN and, and with their folks who they're uh, whoever they so please. And with that in mind, they have these quote unquote Alliance games that they'll be scheduling in the future for leverage. What does the ACC have? We already locked up. There's no, there's no nothing. There's no nothing. Meanwhile, the big 10 is about to hit us with the fat Joe. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yesterday, pre-alliance price is not today's price. That's what they're about to hit us with, and, and rightfully so. Because it's just, it's, mm, it's, it is a moment where we are, we are in a very peculiar, we're in a very peculiar situation. I don't know if that's a word. I don't know if peculiar is a word. I don't, anywho, I, we're, we're just in a very interesting situation where I'm trying to figure out um I'm trying to figure out how this is going to affect NC State tangibly. I've talked about the what ifs already, but I'm trying to find something where I'm like, okay, this is going to be the tangible benefit or detriment to NC State. But at this moment, I don't know what what this thing is or is not. I don't know who's honoring it, who's not, or what that looks like. So I, I couldn't y'all know me, no fluff pieces, no hit pieces, and we might as well add to it no outright lies. Because I'm not again if I'm ever wrong, I've learned and, and figured out something better. I've gotten bad information. And I, it's okay. Anybody to tell you a source never gave them bad information, they never had a source before. But with that being said, I, everybody I've asked about this, they're telling me, oh, this is basically guys shaking hands and agreeing to not poach each other's teams and schedule a, a few little cutesy wootsy games here and there. So, I mean, that's that's all I got out of this. And it's uh, whew, it's it's a very interesting time, and 
you know, it's, hmm, I'm, I'm going to just let it go. And this time is also interesting for betting because it's that time of the year and all eyes are now tuning in to football as teams are getting back to the gridiron to start this season, the best season of them all. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the uh, defending champ Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. For new customers only when signing up using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. So, from football to basketball to boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code LOCKEDON when you go. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So between between the situation of football being back, and this is just such an exciting time because, again, even if you are not in a situation of, you know, just eager excitement and, and hope floating abound, is, there should still be a good amount of just Football is back on screen and actual competitive football and not and not to knock the preseason, not to knock the preseason because the preseason, I mean, hey, if you take all of the guys from those teams that are going to get cut and turn them into a college team, they'd probably be a top five team in the nation. But and, and those folks are fighting to feed themselves like this. It's not fighting to get to the NFL like you're fighting to feed yourself at this point. So that's there's that. But it's it's just a little bit better. Just to have, you know, all everybody that you are going to be seeing from this point out, these are the folks who are at the top of the 2D. These are the starters. These are the folks who are going to be winning the, winning postseason awards and whatnot. And it's exciting to see it. Week zero is here. Great to see. Love to see it. Also, uh, I talked a little bit about what NC State needs to uh, get better at, in my opinion. And why this alliance is just a a little bit of a farce right now. This is the equivalent of the Netflix series Space Force with uh with uh, Steve Carell. That's what's happening at the moment. So we'll we'll figure this thing out one day at a time. And as I get more information, I promise you, I'll give it to y'all. I appreciate y'all so very much for coming out. It is great every time we get to get together and do this. I hope that my mic sounded a little better today. Um, I'm, I'm definitely trying some things out, trying to tinker with some things to provide you all with the best product possible. So I hope you all enjoyed. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.